1: Governor Gavin Newsom announced new rules yesterday that will lead to another round of business closures and other measures meant to stop the spread of COVID-19. The restrictions aren't in place just yet, but they're very likely coming very soon. The trigger for the stay-at-home order to take effect here in San Diego County is the percentage of available ICU beds in the Southern California region. Once the intensive care unit bed availability dips to 15% or lower, that is when the new rules will take effect. Officials say ICU availability for our region could dip below that 15% marker as soon as later today. Governor Newsom says the new restrictions would last at least 21 days.
0: When the region is placed in the stay-at-home category, the bars, wineries, personal services, uh, hair salons, and the like will be temporarily closed for that three-week period.
1: Restaurants would be limited to takeout and delivery only, and we residents would be told to stay at home as much as possible and not gather with anyone outside of our own households. The state will lift the new restrictions if, after three weeks, ICU projections look better. And the latest local COVID numbers... San Diego County health officials reported 1,504 new COVID-19 cases and five additional deaths on Thursday. Thursday marked the 11th day of the last 14 when more than 1,000 new cases were reported. All right, so a 30-acre fire in Rancho San Diego, a small brush fire in San Marcos, It's December, but San Diego is still in a red flag warning until at least the end of today. Strong Santa Ana winds are fanning the flames and have caused SDG&E to implement power safety shutoffs impacting more than 50,000 San Diegans. Cal Fire's Thomas Schutz says it's not just strong winds that are a major concern right now.
2: When the air is really dry, we have those low relative humidities and it's been extremely low. We could, you know, everybody could feel it on their skin. It's, it's the relative humidity has been in the single digits and teens throughout the county. That's incredibly dry.
1: Forecasters are predicting moderate Santa Ana winds next Monday and Tuesday as well, which could bring yet another red flag warning. More fires and more power shutoffs. It's Friday, December 3rd. From KPBS, I'm Kinsey Moreland. In this week for Annika Colbert, and you are listening to San Diego News Matters, a daily podcast powered by everyone in our newsroom. Stay with me for more of the local news you need. We've taken tremendous pride in meeting and even exceeding our customers' automotive needs. We value the relationships with our clients and look forward to serving you for years to come. We invite you to visit one of the Hohen Carlsbad dealerships or Hohenmotors.com. A San Diego County church has been issued health department advisories about COVID 19 outbreaks at three of its campuses. Now the church is promising to push back. KPBS reporter Jacob Ayer has more on the reaction from Awakened Church.
0: The advisories say that there have been 65 cases in all at Awaken Church campuses in Kearney Mesa, San Marcos, and Chula Vista. The county asked those who attended in-person services from November 15th to the 22nd to get tested or quarantined for 14 days, depending on which location they attended. The church did not respond to KPBS's request for comment. But in an Instagram post on Wednesday, its executive of ministries, Matt Hubbard, promised to push back. There's going to be political ramifications and uh, you're picking a fight. You're picking a fight and that's called bullies and we're not going to be bullied. The San Diego County Sheriff's Department says citations could be issued to establishments that violate cease and desist orders and such cases could be referred to the district attorney.
1: So even when things are completely normal, high school seniors are often super stressed out in early December. They're studying for finals while also applying to colleges. But in this most abnormal of years, they've reached peak anxiety levels. KPBS education reporter Joe Hong spoke with students and university officials about how the pandemic is rocking students' worlds right now.
2: Frank Granda is a senior at Sarah High School in San Diego's Tierra Santa neighborhood. He planned out his high school career so he'd be a competitive applicant to colleges and universities across the country. But after years of hard work, the pandemic has left him in a state of uncertainty.
3: Your grades are now um, muddled because of the you know, because of the grading system has now changed abruptly. You can't, you know, take the standardized testing, you can't take the SAT, you can't take the SA- the ACT. School won't provide you with that and you know your extracurricular activities you have to adapt to the pandemic
2: meanwhile college admissions officers are navigating their own uncertainty the pandemic canceled all college visits and in-person tours stefan hyman is the associate vice president of enrollment management at san diego state university he said the university has been holding virtual events for prospective students but they fall short Actually, being on a campus, it it gives you that aha moment of this is the right place for me.
0: And that's challenging um, for students. And we, we absolutely feel for students in terms of having to make a decision without
2: necessarily having that kind of experience. But with most universities making standardized tests optional this year, admissions officers must examine their applicants in a more holistic way, which Hyman says is a change for the better.
4: For
1: some, the pandemic has created very busy days. Others have been left with a lot of time to be bored and stuck at home. So there's a bit of silver lining on the dark COVID cloud. Some folks are using that extra downtime to be creative. For instance, what better time to consider writing about the experiences in your life? Writing a memoir. Tomorrow, a virtual celebration of writers exploring their own lives will take place at the San Diego Memoir Showcase. Marnie Freeman is producer of the event, and Lindsay Salatka is one of the writers featured in Saturday's showcase. They both spoke with Midday Edition host Maureen Kavanaugh.
2: Marnie, tell us about the group putting on the showcase, the San Diego Memoir Writers Association.
3: I'm a memoir teacher, and the community that was built just in the classes, we really wanted to grow that so the Memoir Association, we meet once a month and dedicated to helping people tell their stories, all, all people, all stories. And then once a year, we do the Memoir Showcase, which is a, a contest, and we pick a theme. This year's theme was that's a terrible idea what time. Mm -hmm. And then 10 people are selected, 10 writers are selected, and their pieces are acted out. Usually it's on stage (laughs) in the North Coast Rep. This year it's uh, virtual.
2: Marnie, how do you help writers find their voices and and, and tell their stories?
3: You know, a lot of it has to do with the actual community part of it, because everyone walks in the door carrying some sort of burden or shame, feeling that they're the only one that is feeling or thinking this or carrying this around. And then by starting to practice telling your story and I call it risking 5%. So just sharing just a tiny bit with your fellow writers and seeing that they understand and accept you is incredibly empowering. And it just leads to, okay, I'll share 5% more. And before you know it, someone feels really strong about sharing their story.
2: Now, Lindsay, how long have you been writing about your life experiences?
4: Um, well, I've been writing for my whole life, but um, I started writing with Marnie in 2012.
2: And what do you get out of yeah. this kind of writing?
4: Definitely community. I mean, I've made so many friends and learned so much about about people and lives. And I'm constantly awed by their by people's stories, and it's just it's very inspiring. Can you tell
2: us about the piece that you submitted for the showcase?
4: So I, I'm in a flash mob. It's a middle-aged flash mob, and I wrote about my experience. How I started. Uh, we 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 don't flash mob much right now because of the pandemic. Just so you know, but um, but normally we we meet a few times a year and we choreograph a dance, and then perform it at different places around San Diego. Um, so. The piece is about how I got started in the flash mob and what it has brought to me. Can you read us an excerpt from your piece? I can. Yes, I have one right here. Okay. Earlier, I said I love to dance. Loving to do something, however, is different than having a natural talent at said thing. (laughs) When I say I trained for the flash mob, I mean I dedicated tens of hours to getting it right. I was not going to be the tall white gal with zero groove. I already borderline did not belong. I was not gonna stand out even more for sucking.
2: (laughs) Marnie, tell (laughs) us about the range of pieces that were were selected to be performed on Saturday.
3: So I'll give you some of the titles to give you a sense. Um, One is called Lunch with My Husband's Lover. Another one is called My Day with a Homeless Criminal. Another is called Taking My Blonde Daughter to a Black Lives Matter Rally. So they really range um, at all life experiences, and some speak to pandemic experiences, some speak to having lost a child, and some are are just lighthearted, how did I get through a, a crazy jungle, make it to the other side with howler monkeys chasing me kind of thing.
2: Well, great. It's been terrific talking to you both. I've been speaking with Marnie Freeman, producer of the San Diego Memoir Showcase, and Lindsay Salatka, one of the writers that's featured in the showcase coming up on Saturday. Marnie and Lindsay, thank you.
3: Thank you so much. Thank you.
2: And that
1: showcase will take place at 7pm Saturday on the San Diego Writers Festival Facebook page. Coming up, a musical tour of San Diego pianist Ed Kornhauser's new jazz quartet album. That story after the break.
0: KPBS On Demand is supported by the Museum of Contemporary Art San Diego, offering visitors to the La Jolla campus special exhibitions, collection galleries, coastal vistas, seaside dining, and more. MCASD.org.
1: A San Diego musician is out with a new jazz album. An Arts Calendar editor and producer Julia Dixon Evans says it weaves nicely through lots of different styles, textures, and moods of jazz. It is Friday, so do yourself a favor, grab a beverage, and yes, I will count coffee or tea. Kick back for a sec and take a quick tour through San Diego pianist Ed Kornhouser's debut jazz quartet album. It's an album that takes on the squishy concept of time.
5: The days are long, but the years are short, is a common mantra of parents attributed to writer Gretchen Rubin. 33-year-old pianist Ed Kornhauser has been envisioning and putting off writing The Short Years, his debut jazz quartet album, for some long years. But once he finally got started with the recording process, the days moved quickly. Time is the magic, not the enemy of the short years, though. Released November 8th.
0: It's a series of of moments walked in time by a recording. And you know, the title refers to to me anyway. It speaks to how it might be tough right now in the moment. and, And and things might seem to be dragging on, but you know, still things will pass quickly and we need we need to appreciate what we can in the moment.
5: Kornhauser, who grew up in Escondido and studied music at San Diego State University, is known among the local music scene as a prolific pianist performing with other groups as well as as an accompanist and gig musician.
0: I met the saxophone player on this record, Dylan Hermanson. And I, and, uh, I really like the sound. And we did a gig where we played some of my songs and I'm like, that's it. That's the other voice I want. This is the, the extra ingredient. I already know the drummer and the bass player I want. I'm just going to find a date everyone's available, book it at the studio, and go.
5: Finding a sax player didn't just trigger the act of recording the album it shaped the project
0: i've spent my years in san diego in large part as an accompanist and it's made me really appreciate you know a good like ensemble sound i love a good group you know and i wanted that extra voice in there
5: Last October, he rounded up Hermanson along with bassist Mackenzie Layton and drummer Kevin Higuchi, who is also the drummer for punk rocker Jeff Rosenstock, to record the 13-track collection in just two days. The short years weaves through moods, textures, and styles, showcasing Kornhauser's versatile quartet. Hermanson's saxophone is a strong element throughout the album and shines but doesn't dominate, just like Kornhauser's piano. On close inspection, each track on the album feels like it brings something new to the jazz table, but the album is ambient enough to hit play and listen through. The opening tune, The Shuffler, has a classic swing-standard feel to it. The track manages to showcase the tight compositions and ensemble unity before an early skillful piano solo. Then, an instant switch to Hermanson on saxophone for a solid solo, plus a few breaks to show off Leighton's bass and Higuchi's drums before settling back into the track's refrain for the final minute. Kornhazer pulls away from the standards quickly with Saladin, the second track that's startlingly melodic. It's a lovely tune with twinkling piano and a romantic edge saxophone melody. And Kornheiser said the track was inspired by San Diego pianist Danny Green. Another standout piece is the Moody Fuyu, which opens with nearly two minutes of piano solo, like a welcome magnifying glass for Kornhauser's style, chops, and creativity. Within a few more minutes, the tune is solidly in a highly technical, whirling saxophone solo, sharp-edged but maintaining the track's slowed-down darkness. The track Tumble Home is driven by what Kornheiser describes as the traditional train beat. It's a fun, wandering track, packed with melody and steady drums and hues of gospel and Americana. Kornheiser said that this album, like all improvisational music, is a snapshot in time, and that at no other time will these tracks sound the same. The music is formed by these four musicians in each one-to-seven-minute take of each track. On every subsequent time they're performed, the band can grow with the tune and make room to be surprised by it. The concept of time is undeniable in this piece of work, and Kornhauser's approach to composition and jazz in general.
0: The old saying is, we only have the moment. And jazz is an intensely ephemeral music. It it exists in a unique space and a unique time.
1: And that's the show. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great and COVID safe weekend.